Yo, what's up, guys? You like our podcast? You want to make your own? You have all the power, all the resources you need to make your own podcast. That's right. If you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, let me give you a rundown. Basically, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. And here's how it works. Anchor lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or your computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to the most popular listening platforms, including Spotify with a single tap. Anchor is also the only place you can publish video podcasts to Spotify, which is super important. With Anchor, creators can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. That's right. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. So download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That is anchor.fm to get started. It's what we use. We get a little kickback from it, and we appreciate it. So if you guys want your own podcast, go to anchor.fm to get started. Peace. Welcome to Anatomy of Marriage Radio. I'm your host, Melanie Studley. What's up, my friends? My name is Seth Studley. I'm a licensed marriage and family therapist, and welcome to today's show. Today, we will be talking about the question from our app, how do I know if my husband is an alcoholic? Now, we have an app called the Get Your Marriage On app. It's soon to be Anatomy of Marriage app where you can ask your questions to us directly, and mm-hmm. we'll answer them on the show. So if you get the app, you can put your questions in there. You get them answered. That's right. But and if we... you are joining us on Instagram Live, if you have a question, if you want to be in the actual show, an impromptu guest, if you will... Uh, request to join, ask a question, we'll hang out, we'll chat for a minute. This is AOM Radio. Mm-hmm. We like to take callers. We like to interact with you guys. So, uh, and we <laughs> And we answer your questions. You're live with us on Instagram and Facebook. I cannot, Charlie just wrote, Morgie and I could not be happier. Thank <laughs> you for putting that because that's adorable. Um, so you can always join us live Monday through Friday, 7.30 a.m. Pacific Standard Time and get your questions answered and just join the party because it's immensely fun on that's our right. lives. Um, and, but before we start, we're going to do our four things that we do every day. We do our prayer, our gratitude, our intentions, and then we do our questions at the end. So mm-hmm. we encourage you. Do these things together. We're not just doing this because we're weird. These really do build relationship. They help you out immensely. So start out with prayer. You want to sure pray us in. All right. Thank you, God, Creator, for your blessings. Thank you for what you have given us and what you allow us to do. I pray that this is a helpful time for us and those who are listening. I pray that we all have a growth mindset and protect us spiritually and physically today. Amen. Amen. What are you laughing at? You do this weird thing. Only when you pray, you pet. You pet me like aggressively, like you do this with your finger and like pet. So I, I just thought as you were doing it, it's just, just prayer pet. I got to start figuring out how to like it because it really is annoying, but I don't no. want to be mean about it. So it's your prayer Something's pet. Something's annoying to you? Oh. That was not just kind. Just kidding. No, that wasn't kind. I'm sorry. Uh, but anyway, so we do our prayer, our goals, uh, gratitude. Gratitude, gratitude and intention. So our gratitude. Mm-hmm. Am I doing it backwards? No, the kids no. and I do it that gratitude. way. So gratitude is what you're thankful that your spouse did either yesterday or this morning or like really recently that is specific. So it's mm-hmm. not just like, 
I like your hair. Thanks or, for being awesome. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. like a really, really specific thing. Um, and my gratitude is last night we did we did our second workout together at the church mm-hmm. with the kids. So we took, and it was like the kids have got the wiggles, some serious amounts. We got to get right. these wiggles out. So we ran over to the church literally at night. It was dark out. The kids were a little bit scared. And we're like, no, we're going to do this. And the kids were like, okay, we're going to do a competition. We're going to run up the hill and cr- like crabs. Or we're going to climb up like mm-hmm. bears. And you did all of them. Mm-hmm. And I thought, how cool is that? And how grateful I am that you would do all the exercises with the kids. You didn't complain. You didn't say it was dumb. You didn't say you didn't want to. Mm-hmm. And just that participation and your... Uh, you're practicing participation in such an amazing way, and they feel f- amazing about yeah, it. So thank it's, you. You're welcome. It's overall encouraging. Plus, complaining is draining. Ooh, yes. sick. Uh, I am thankful that you have a growth mindset. I am thankful you were doing 75 hard, and I am thankful that you are fun in that way. Mm-hmm. Like, you did it too. You did the crab up mm-hmm. the hill, and you didn't complain either. And when you have two people on the same plane of thinking, then that's really... A, the no-complain plane? That's right. <laughs> the no-complain. It's uh, That's a powerful thing. <laughs> the no-complain. Like really when, when you join together on finances or mm-hmm. let's clean the house, let's set this goal for ourselves. Mm-hmm. When you when couples do that, it is a very powerful... Par- it's not only powerful like, oh, yeah, it's powerful. It's like there's an energy mm-hmm. around it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like last night when we were like, doing crab up the hill there was an energy around mm-hmm. that that is palpable that is transmissible to, <laughs> to yeah. other people and then we feed off of it in a good way just like complaining mm-hmm. you feed off of that in a in a bad way and things spiral spiral and they get worse so we are both working on that you have done an excellent job thank you you're welcome uh intentions so are, again, do these with each other. We are not just doing this for funsies. Do it with each other seriously. Mm-hmm. Intention is how you want to behave in the today mm. based on how you, like, stepping up your game from yesterday. That's right. Uh, kind of a deal. Or something that you know will help you out a lot. So intention. What is, do you have an intention for today, your behavior in our marriage? Towards you? Yes, it's marriage related. <laughs> <laughs> We've only done this a thousand times, but... <laughs> Go on. <laughs> I intend to be funny and make you laugh today. Yes. I, I intend to continue to be positive and give you compliments. Mm-hmm. Highlight what you were doing well, not highlight what you're not doing well. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. And that is an intention and that creates an energy and a momentum around stuff. And this is something that I wrote down. My intention is to be uplifting and encouraging like a simple dog. I'm going to treat you like a dog. <laughs> you know what's right? so funny? Do what? you want now my Okay. Okay. Are we ready for it, people? Yeah. Remember how I said I was doing an experiment? Yeah. My experiment was to treat you like a dog. Yeah. Isn't that weird because that is weird. I see our dog who like uh-huh. rolls in dog crap, yep. eats elk poop, pees on the floor and I'm like, "Oh, I love I just love you." Right. How are you Let me you, kiss your face. You are happy to see him. Mm-hmm. You your countenance changes yes, like when we all I, see him yeah, because like we're excited I about the dog. I treat him a certain way and that energy is reflected back. Right. Right. And treat so, your spouse like a dog. That you love. <laughs> not a dog that you kick and that you don't want. Not some, you know, stray dog that your husband brought home who bites you. Yeah. Right? But isn't that funny? It is funny. That was my so secret goal. That That is funny. Maybe I picked up on that vibe or something. The because, dog vibes. <laughs> because I... My intent, look, my intention, 
Be uplifting and encouraging. Simple. The dog analogy. (laughs) They are always happy to see you, and I want to encourage you that way. I want to treat you like a dog. Oh, we need to get more dogs. We can have studly breeding. That sounds weird. We already did. Okay. Uh, But my intention is exactly the same and have it reflected into our children. Like, I think of... Uh, I mean, I feel like I've been doing really well at this lately with the kids. And you it's have. The last two days have been big. But the last two weeks were really hard with parenting. And so I'm trying to use this mentality of like, how do I treat my dog mm-hmm. even when he's a total turd? But I adore that little thing. Right. And so I've got to be doing that with Seth and the kids. And so mm-hmm. that's my intention today, too, is like bringing more of that, like the stuff that I kind of have in my head that I mm-hmm. want to say to you mm-hmm. that I just don't because I'm so... Uh, I'm so skilled at blocking off what mm. I actually want to do. Like Oof. I have a, f- a finely tuned that mechanism in my mind that goes, oh, no, don't do it. That is an upper limit uh, problem. Trust me, I know. <gasps> Hattie, <gasps> show everybody your tooth. All right. Come here. Let, come on, come on, come on. Ready? Jump up. One, two. Oh, whoa. Hattie's lost her front tooth. Yay. Yay. And the tooth fairy <laughs> gave her two bucks. Two bucks. Like. Oh, my goodness. Wow. All right, sis. See you later. Love you. Roll the dough, girlfriend. Okay, Topher says, happy to see Seth wearing a sweatshirt today, Artie, so the broadcast doesn't get interrupted by his shivering. That, <laughs> That's pretty good. That is funny. Let's see. Uh, uh, while pet, you pray? I don't know if I get... Pet the, the dog while you pray? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey, that's pet why the- I'm petting you. I was treating you like a dog while I pray. <laughs> this is prayer pets. Wow, there's um, like so many analogies this I morning. I know, but I'm just, I'm glad that that was yours. I mean, I'm mm-hmm. really so glad that you talked about that because it was exactly what I was trying to experiment with. That's right. I told it to Pamela the other day and I was like, I have an epiphany in my mind, so that's well, exciting. Well, keep on doing it yeah. because it works. We love yeah. our pets and yeah. Yes. And it's simple. It's it's. It's really simple. So the challenge now is you who are watching and listening to the podcast, do these things with your partner. Talk about, or pray together, talk about your gratitude, what you're thankful for, and then get into those intentions of how mm-hmm. are you going to be different today? How are you going to be different from how you were yesterday? That's mm-hmm. going to move your marriage and your relationship forward. So do them. And so let's get into today's question. Mm. Are you ready? Today's a big one. It is a big one. So again, this question comes from our app and it says, how do I know if my husband is an alcoholic? Me and my husband have been married together for seven years. And since I can remember, he gets very annoying when he's drunk. He gets drunk off of four to five beers and has become... And it has become a problem in our marriage. Too many problems to explain. So many fights about him drinking always lead to him saying, I won't drink again unless it's a party. On Sunday, he was going to drink, but Saturday, I caught him hiding beers and drinking. So that became another fight. And the next morning, he said, it won't happen again. I'm sorry, I won't drink again. Sunday comes and I catch him hiding and drinking again. Then he lies about it when I asked him if he drank. I don't know how to trust him again, and I don't know if he needs help. This is just one of his recent incidents. I hope this makes sense. Thanks. Okay, so I used to be a drug and alcohol counselor for a brief stint, along with a licensed marriage and family therapist, and this is called a co-occurring therapist. You're dual diagnosed, right? I mean, uh, duly, not dual diagnosed, duly credentialed, right? You have expertise in two fields. And I learned a lot about uh, substance use disorder, and also, as we've talked about on the show, We've been pretty transparent. I have treated alcohol in uh, not a good way before, right? So I know what this guy is thinking. I know what he's going through. And I know, I don't know how the wife feels so much. I can tell you. Right. But um, yeah, I I think that, uh, man, I have so many thoughts about this. So 
Yeah, when you hide stuff, why are you hiding it? Yeah. Right? Just start there. Why are you hiding it? You're you're shameful about it? You don't want to admit that you're using something as a coping mechanism? You want to believe the best in yourself and go, well, it's not that big a deal. And you minimize it, right? So one of the best questions that I've ever been asked before because I actually went and talked to a counselor when I was like, oh man, I'm, I think I'm using alcohol as a coping mechanism and this isn't, this isn't good. The counselor said, hey, what would it look like if, if drinking wasn't in your life? Mm-hmm. What would it look like? Just what would it look like if you didn't drink? And I, it, it, I don't know why, but it was so profound and it blew me away. I was like, I don't know. What? I've never even thought about that. And that was the, we call it pre-contemplation, contemplation change phase. That was the pre-contemplation, what would it even look like? Mm-hmm. And that gave me a glimpse into what it would not look like, right? What it would not look like? Sorry, what it would look like. And I guarantee you that hmm, it never got to this point. I def- what are you talking about? <clears throat> I, I, you hide drinking from me. It it wasn't, but I wasn't. It wasn't. I never lied to you about it. Like, oh, I had, I just had one. Mm. I would be like, I also never asked really. What you did a couple times, and it would be. I don't know. It was almost easier to just put the put the drinks, put the beer like in the shed or whatever, and I would be in the shed and be like, oh, just have one, right? Rather than come in here, open it, get the fridge, have you see me, all this other stuff, you know. So that was a that was a thing that was. I realized, mm. wait a minute, that's not healthy. Yeah, and that's I'm going okay. to comment, comment on that really quick because uh-huh. I think um, one of the things that I think people often do, and this reminds me of our friend Matt who is on the Bad Christian Podcast, and he's just our friend as well, but he talked about not, he had to stop looking at Instagram, mm-hmm. and Bridget asked him why, I think it was Instagram, and he just said to her, because I keep looking at porn mm. on it, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, that's shocking, like he just flat out admitted it, mm-hmm. but the average person, the majority of people would be like, I just look at Instagram because like they'd have a like a whole laundry list of reasons, mm-hmm. reasons, air quotes, reasons mm-hmm. why they would do that so that they could continue that bad habit. Right. And that's what I felt like you're doing. Like you're saying, oh, it's just easier, air quotes, mm-hmm. to put my beer in the shed where my wife can't see it. Right. Um, and it is Because then you e- won't see it and you won't say anything about it. And yep. then I'm just like, oh, I it is, don't But it is literally it. like, I'm going to... Uh, and this is going to sound really harsh, but this is just how my brain perceives it. Like I'm going to like loosen my morals enough so that I feel like I can do this guilty pleasure mm-hmm. and my wife can't find out about it. Mm-hmm. And this, so it's almost like a, like intentionally, it's like a half hide. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Like you're not like fully hiding it from me, lying to me about it, but you're, you're definitely on purpose putting it out in the shed so I can't find it. There's a whole reason behind it. You're not, you're, you're omitting Yes, you're, things, yeah. right? and you're not being transparent. So another another thing, and this could go with anything, drinking, eating, spending. Mm-hmm. Looking at inappropriate stuff. Looking at, yeah. Uh, it, it can absolutely go through to anything. Hold on, somebody says, uh, that's very strong of him to realize it and admit it to her. Uh, I don't know, are you talking about this person Maybe he's well. He he's he's saying that he won't drink again, but the behavior isn't changing. So it's in the the pre contemplation, like oh, I won't do it again. But then you end up doing it, right? 
and you know what the things that they say in AA it's like you have to admit that you're powerless over this and all this stuff you have to actually admit mm-hmm. that it's an issue like oh i this is a thing despite all that i thought and despite all that i thought i would be this is a thing mm-hmm. for me uh, somebody says my friend's husband hides cigarettes and pills from his wife with mm. cigarettes it's not that he's smoking it's that he's hiding it uh, she is not his mommy and she cares about him but he hides it like a child that hurts Ooh, her more than anything that's a powerful yeah he hides it like a child that is a very mm-hmm. powerful sentence mm-hmm. right so if if you as a psychologist you go back okay what did he have to hide as a child from his mom, what would he get a you know slap on the hand mm-hmm. for, uh, and what what is missing there? And one of the main things with any kind of addiction, it is primarily and almost exclusively a coping mechanism for what isn't there emotionally, mm-hmm. right? Uh, Doctor Gabor Mate talks about um, uh, anything, any coping mechanisms, uh, alcohol pornography, smoking, buying, spending, is doing a thing that is always just enough. Mm-hmm. To, it, it's almost, no, it's almost enough to numb the pain. Yeah. It's almost enough to cover it up, but it never is enough. And that's why we do it more and more and more. Yeah. So I, from a psycholo- from a therapist's point of view, want to go back and go, okay, what is the real thing? Is it like, okay, we had kids and it's just super stressful. This numbs me out because that's what it was for me. Three kids, school, work, all kinds of stuff. Oh, this is just the 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 grading kind of stress. But then drinking was like, mm-hmm. okay, just take it away. But then, yeah. of course, you end up and like, oh, this absolutely doesn't work. Yeah. And Charlie mm-hmm. says, I meant stopping looking at the Instagram or whatever for the porn stuff. Yeah, that makes sense. Oh, like, yeah, it, yeah. Was, it was very brave of him to tell her that. Yes. So a couple things come to my mind as you say that. So you said like... um, so you said, what is this drinking doing or what? I don't remember mm-hmm. what you said exactly, but what I thought is you keep saying it's a coping mechanism, mm-hmm. right? And I want you to think of it like this. So this is going to sound super weird, but there is someone that I have who I adore, who is in my life, who has a problem with <laughs> his joints and he is a young fellow <clears throat> and he uses crutches when he's not supposed to. Like he actually is not supposed to use crutches and he does. Mm-hmm. And so this is now a coping mechanism. His crutches keep him from being like injuring his knee, but he is not supposed to use them. He is supposed to be exercising. So think of the difference. It's a crutch, literally. It's, a, it's literally a crutch <laughs> for him not doing what he is supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. So replace that concept, that visual, whatever, with alcohol. It is the crutch. When we say coping mechanism, I don't. I think it's so confusing. People are like, well, what do you mean coping mechanism? I don't mm-hmm, even know. Mm-hmm. So it is stopping you from doing the thing you're supposed to be doing. What is so scary about saying, and this is the craziest thing to me, what is so scary about saying, you know what? I really like to get buzzed. I like to be drunk. I like to hide it from my wife. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to, mm-hmm. right? What's so hard about that? That we well, cannot there's, face... There's a lot of things. I know that. that. Right? I'm saying... But let's talk about that. Let's think about that. How can we empower people to be like, if you're doing something like hiding eating all the time, um, sneaking eating, sneaking drinking, looking at things that are inappropriate, how about you figure... I almost said something not kind. Uh, I want you to... uh, Become very strong and say to yourself, these are things that I struggle with and I am going to figure out how I can address and acknowledge those things without then using them to tear my world apart slowly, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Like 
I want to say grow a pair, but that seems highly inappropriate. Oh, that's what you're going to say? Yes. <laughs> grow a pair of ovaries. <laughs> so so I, I will uh, push back on you because what you are saying is like, hey, just freaking get over it. Hey, just do it. Right? And you say get over it. Well, when you say grow a pair, that is just like... Do, no, 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 no. I am saying if you cannot call something for what it is, mm-hmm. that is a sign that you have a problem. Like, let's call a spade a spade. Right. Okay. I agree. However, sometimes calling calling the thing a problem is the problem because that brings sure. up so many other things. Sure. You understand but what I would, I'm saying? I would like, highly suggest... Oh, I'm, I'm not a man. I, I have to have... No, 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 no. This is not at the I, preferred self. Remember, we talked about sure. preferred self versus actual self. If if we can, uh, th- and there's so many things. It's like, oh, bringing light to something is absolutely sometimes the scariest thing you can ever do <laughs> because it's admitting that you may be less than you think you are. Okay, you know what I'm and I understand that, mm-hmm. and I I fully understand that. But so I, I have empathy around that. Yes, but what I want to say is that I oh, awareness is curative. Dr. Les Parrott, I mean, Leslie Parrott mm-hmm. said that in season one. Mm-hmm. Awareness is curative, meaning mm-hmm. you have to be aware that you do a thing mm-hmm. in order to be able to start the cure and the process of healing. And I think what is so shamingly sad and sad is that people think, if I say out loud something I struggle with, well, I'm bad, I mm. failed, now I'm going to do it more, right. I'll probably start looking at porn more, I'll probably drink two gallons of beer a day instead of just one, I don't even know what I'm saying, a gallon, um, of, gallon beer. of beer, but uh, that's the thing I think people need to start growing a pair of ovaries for, is like, start, ovaries. I'm going to, this is my new, <laughs> grow a pair of ovaries, um, Grow ovum. this is Kitten Breath just joined as I said that, <laughs> that's really funny, <laughs> um, so what I want people to start doing and what I would challenge you to do if this if there is something that you struggle with, mm-hmm. I don't care what it is, um, addiction, eating, staring at people that aren't your spouse, whatever it is. Gossiping. Gossiping. That's a great one. Um, Clothes. Shopping endlessly. Do do a couple things. Number one, be brave enough to say, oh my gosh, this is not healthy. Mm-hmm. Then number two, ask the five whys about mm. why it's not healthy. Why am I question. drinking? Because I feel overwhelmed because we've got three kids and they're all really wild and I don't know what to do. Why don't you know what to do? Well, because I didn't know and my parents weren't helpful and I well, was hold on. like first, this. First, the, the thing would be, oh, why do you drink? Well, I don't know. I like the taste. Why do you I, like I the like, taste? The hops. <laughs> <laughs> the hops. The hoppy bouquet. No, uh, 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 somebody says, uh, the veil of deception is blinding on both sides and it has to be removed to see clearly. That is a great... That is. Did you make that quote up? Are you a poet? <laughs> we didn't know it. Um, yeah, th- I think that's a really great point. That mm-hmm. it's like it's it's blinding for both participants. That mm-hmm. if you have this veil of lies, right? Um, well, what were you saying? You were saying wh- asking the five whys, and then you start. Oh, talking about oh, hops. so so you you when you answered the five whys, like you were on the third why kind of layer yeah, yeah, down, yeah. you know. So somebody said, "Hey, Seth, why you know why did you like to drink mm-hmm. every day, you know, or whatever, mm-hmm. or or just get like a little buzzed every day? I don't know." It was just kind of, it, 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 it was fun. Oh, why was it fun? Well, I wasn't thinking about other things. Mm-hmm. Well, what were you not thinking about? And why were you choosing not to think about what those things? What do you not want to think about? Oh, yeah. well, because if I really dug deep, mm-hmm. it's kind of like, it's hard right now. It mm-hmm. kind of sucks right now. Oh, well, why does it suck? Well, because I, I, I don't feel like I have a time off or I can't mm-hmm. turn my brain off. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and why then you, do you feel like you need to turn your brain right, off? right, yeah. and all that stuff, and then you just go down to it could be like fifty wise, you yeah, know, sometimes oh yeah, not just sure. five. Uh, that is an excellent 
Yeah. We should oh. definitely make that in part of the app. We should add the five whys because mm -hmm. it's so helpful, mm -hmm. I think. Um, but that, deep. I think that it, all of this <clears throat> excuse me, conversation has to start with, I believe, and I know that it's hard and I know that people don't like it, but there is a book called Extreme Ownership. Mm. Y'all ever heard of that? It's by my boyfriend. <laughs> it's by Jocko Willink and Leif Bebin. And it is so good. <laughs> and you can get it when you go to audibletrial.com forward slash anatomy of marriage. You can get Extreme Ownership, the audiobook version for free mm -hmm. on us. We love sharing the books that are changing our lives. And, the, and we love audiobooks because we can right. listen to them while we work out, while we clean the house, all of those things. So go to audibletrial.com forward slash anatomy of marriage to get Extreme Ownership. That's that's right. Go get a book. Seriously. Read a book. No. Learn a book, Seth. Learn a book, Doug. Uh, <laughs> so at, when I was in the shower this morning, cold shower, by the way, which I have some thoughts about, I seriously thought of this, and we could do a program where we tout 100% success. Hey, want a, want a better marriage? Do our program. Want a better body? Do our program. Want a better growth mindset? Do our program. You want to know why it would be 100% success? Because we would screen people who did it, and programs work. Programs work if you work them. You know why they don't work? Because the wrong people get in a program, and they don't do it. They're not they don't have the mindset to there do it no yet. There is no wrong person. You're terrible. No, and I'm I don't not, know why you're talking about this, but no, Tony because, says, Mel, if you're going to have a boyfriend, Jocko is the best choice. So <laughs> I, I love that. No, I'm saying like through, through, and I was thinking about this, this this morning, therapy or a workout program or anything fail because the people who do them, who think they're going to work, aren't ready to do them. Do you, do you understand what I'm saying? Yes, yeah. So like through a very selective process, <clears throat> you go, oh, yeah, you're not a good candidate for this program because mm -hmm. I'm seeing that you wouldn't finish it. Mm, you you yeah. understand what I'm saying? Oh, that's cute. Hattie. Oh, that's cute, sis. <laughs> uh, so, uh, what I'm saying is is sometimes therapy doesn't work because uh oh, I got the well, I got the big eye roll this? because this it was not, just a thought. It okay, is a good thought, go ahead. But I go don't ahead. know that it's Sorry. super related. So, um, <clears throat> back to mm -hmm. is my husband an alcoholic? Yes. So I think that there are some steps I want you guys to take. That, again, like extreme ownership, go get the audiobook. It's mm -hmm. an amazing audiobook. There's also a book from Jocko Willink called Discipline Equals Freedom. Mm -hmm. I don't know if it's an audio if there's an audio version of that, but I it's don't amazing. Think so. And it uh, basically it's just like kick your own butt. Right. Do it yourself. S be able to tell yourself that yeah, I have a problem with drinking. And it's no big deal mm -hmm. as long as I don't let it tear my world right. apart. And it, admit to yourself that you might suck. Mm -hmm. We all kind of do Melanie, in some ways sucked <laughs> i did i sucked right do we now no no we're working on it not being right idiots. you're working on it so it, it's okay to admit to yourself that you suck mm -hmm. and don't be like oh i suck yeah sure sit there for a day but then get the up hey freak no right? thank you um, so so hold on to to elaborate more on this person's question i uh possibly I, you know, the question, I don't know if the person is an alcoholic or not. I have diagnosed people with that, but there's a couple different stages, right? There's like chronic, there's um, uh, alcohol abuse or alcohol dependence, right? And abuse, we all have abused it at one point in our life. Have you ever gotten uh, super drunk and been like, oh, that was a wild night? No. 
Everybody has. Mostly everybody has. That's abuse. That's, that's one instance, right? But if there's instance over instance over instance, then you, then you increase your tolerance levels. Then you depend on that to cope, right? So alcohol dependence is actually uh, much more um, uh, dangerous and serious than alcohol abuse. So I don't know where your husband falls, but guess what? You're not going to change him if he doesn't want to change, okay? Learn that now or your life is going to be really, really hard. Well, but I would encourage you. You can you can reach out. You know, we have partnered with getfaithful.com mm-hmm. forward slash anatomy of marriage. You can go there to get a HIPAA mm-hmm. compliant um, therapist. And you can, so the, again, step one is figure out, acknowledge it, mm-hmm. talk about it, get mm-hmm. it out in the open. Step two, then you go ahead and reach out to someone for help if that is what you need to do. Okay, Hattie, <laughs> not right now, Scram. babe. Um, you reach out for the help that you need. So you mm-hmm. can go to getfaithful.com forward slash anatomy of marriage. This is a real therapist. It's teletherapy, so you don't mm-hmm. have to go anywhere. You don't have to get dressed. You couldn't do that anyway if you wanted right now. Mm-hmm. And you get the help that you need. They mm-hmm. will provide you with ideas, steps, programs that you can join. So, But you just can't do it alone because right. there's no reason to reinvent the wheel it has been invented for you mm-hmm. and systematized for you so but get the help that you need okay? get the help and you guys are actually going to get faithful.com yes. forward slash anatomy of marriage you are going there and you are signing up we just got a statistic thing yesterday and you are doing it so Dink. number one thank you for doing that thank you very much and i'm thankful not because it helps us out but because you are actually going out there and doing stuff and you are getting mm-hmm. help and you can literally keyword um overeating uh keyword is my husband xyz just like this lady mm-hmm. said then you will talk to a therapist who is skilled and who has practiced mm-hmm. in that particular thing yeah. it, right it organizes it for you and then and tessa says hiding anything is usually a sign that something is wrong and should be looked into yes so again mm-hmm. this could be hiding excessive online shopping did you open a credit card that your partner doesn't know about mm. not okay mm-hmm. are you looking at things you shouldn't look at eating things you shouldn't eat doing things to your body that you shouldn't do and you are hiding mm-hmm. again you can go to getfaithful.com forward slash anatomy of marriage and use keywords searches to find a therapist that is right for you and there is never it's not like a one and done deal if the first therapist you try does not help you Mm -hmm. or work well or whatever you can get a different one try again you are not stuck and a good therapist so if you feel like it's not a good fit you can tell your therapist Mm -hmm. i'm not sure that this is the best fit is there someone else that i could see Mm -hmm. don't be afraid to do that we are trained a good therapist is trained to say to not take it personally to not get all butthurt about it Mm -hmm. and go Okay, yeah, I understand what you're saying. You know, I do have a couple of referrals, refer out Mm -hmm. friends, people who I know about who may serve you better. And from a therapist side too, Seth doesn't want a client. Ow. Seth doesn't want a client that he doesn't jive with as well because he knows that the client is not going to get the best results if the client doesn't like Seth. Right. Right? So it's not... It's not a, like a friendship exactly. It's it's different. Seth is trained that if if something's not jiving, he knows what to do. So mm-hmm. don't be afraid of like, oh, I don't like that therapist. Just get a different one. Right. It's no big deal. So go to getfaithful.com forward slash anatomy of marriage. Check it out if you need help. Thank you for sending the question into the Get Your Marriage On app. Mm-hmm. Um, guys, seriously, check out our app. It's amazing. It is our heart poured out for couples. Right. It's fun. It's fast. We teach in it. There's videos. There's hilarious videos. All right. But, to the questions. Okay. Our questions of the day. I have have one uh and there's a funny thing there's two of them but doesn't matter whatever so this question is in the get your marriage on app under our story and conversation starters what quirks do i have that you think are cute 
You're going to get mad at this, <gasps> but I think it's cute when you misspell words. Oh, you laugh at me when I misspell words. It's the most embarrassing I think thing it is, ever. I think it is cute. Ugh. I don't well, know why, but I think it's cute. I'm glad because I don't. Okay, what about me? Um, I like that you do that little kick thing when you walk. <laughs> Which one? Like you do, you'll be walking normally and he'll like go, whoop, and he'll like oh. zap step. And I think one of the things I think is cute about it is that his dad does it. Yeah. And it's like very much uh, like your dad does it and it's super cute. Don't mm-hmm. read the second one because I want to do a different one. The next, co- okay, so answer these questions ask them with each other what quirks do, does your partner have that you think are cute talk about it right so the second one is actually something that my neighbor and i came up with yesterday as we were on our walk we were talking about conversation starters mm-hmm. and she said what is one if you could grant one wish for me what would it be and if i could grant one wish for you what would it be mm. and it can be anything and I'll post these later so y'all can ask. Oh, me man. Okay. So you've thought about this. You say yours to me and then I'll think of so one. So my, if I could grant you one wish, it would be uh, like unlimited access to airplane tickets forever. Mm. So you could go to any airport, <laughs> oh, ride on any plane. If you wanted to go on a 777X or whatever, yeah. which flew over house yesterday, you could do that. If you wanted to go in like a Cessna, you could do that. I don't know. Sweet. So, so you could go to every airport and ride on any plane oh, and go I anywhere you that. wanted. I just want to take an airport tour on planes. If anyone's a pilot in our audience, <laughs> come contact Seth and take him on a... Fly me away. <laughs> what, if you could grant me one wish, what would it be? It would be to build you the exact dream house that you wanted. <gasps> and a green gables. With, with shiplap, with two stories, with every single thing. What, that's, what are that's some features I want in my dream home? I think shiplap, two stories... Looks like Anne and Green Gables. If you don't say the one feature, I always say. Oh crap! We could put in a a galley could, kitchen. No, well, I do like galley kitchens, but and it could hang oh, from the oh a giant bathtub. No, <laughs> no, hang swings. I want swings. Oh, in my house. swings in the house. Okay, <laughs> off of big beams. I want a barn house with swings. If there's any barn home home builders in the audience <laughs> <laughs> in Tennessee. Um. Anyway. Okay. So I want you guys to do the get your marriage on question conversation starters of the day. The app is free. There is a paid version, but the free version has the conversation starters. I mm-hmm. think could be wrong um but so to get your go to get your or anatomyofmarriage.com you can get the app in both places and do the conversation starters every day pray with your partner every day talk about your gratitudes and your intentions every single day you guys are going to be amazed at how much better you feel how much more you feel connected mm-hmm. how much more you talk about fun things and how much more just joy is in your life so thank you for joining us all right every morning and thank you so much again for rating and review the podcast i love it to the most. Thanks, guys. See you tomorrow. Bye. Bye.